Welcome to Sobre Mesa, a podcast from our table to yours. We are your hosts. My name is Viviana Uribe. I was born in Venezuela and now I live here in Chicago. I'm Tatiana Bustamante. I was born in Miami, Florida, and I am Mexican and Peruvian, uh, or as I like to say, Mexeruvian. Okay. (laughs) My name is Alex Rode. I was born in uh, the Chicago suburbs. I am half Colombian, first gen. My name is Jalbeli Guzman. I was born in Providence, Rhode Island, Dominican parents, and I'm first gen. Amazing. And yeah. we are Sobre Mesa. Guys, it's Welcome. the first episode. Yes. Thank you for joining so us. for being so here. Thank we you, have, ladies. Yeah, literally. Yes. We have been trying to do this for months. <laughs> quite, <laughs> some quite some time. This has been yeah. in the works for a minute now. No, yeah. we're here now. We're here. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. 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 The pandemic really, you know, it slows everybody <laughs> down. It grinded our gears, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, all of you, I'm sure, as well. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. Yes. Um, a little bit about us. So we have a company... Uh, called Mi Latinidad. And Tati, why don't you talk about the beginning of Mi Latinidad and how sure. we came to be? Yeah, it sort of was born out of this frustration with a lack of representation or we, or accurate representation is probably a better mm-hmm. way to put yeah. it. Um, especially in the education system um, that we were part of. And, you know, in the city in general, we just felt like we could do better. We could do more for ourselves. So we yeah. decided to sort of put on a little show. We had a cabaret style um, showcase of mm-hmm. Latinx artists, which was super, super fun. And uh, it was a total success. And we're like, yeah. why don't we turn this into a long-term thing, you know? And mm-hmm. so now we're doing all these like spin-off projects off of that <laughs> one thing that we started yes. with. So now it's like, oh, podcasts. And we're talking about like all these other possibilities and cooking mm-hmm. shows and stuff, which is so exciting. Yeah. Uh, but basically, you know, our main goal is to promote Latinx artists in Chicago and all over the country. So we're open to it all. Yeah, And absolutely. to the conversations. Yeah. I think we didn't realize when we started Mi Latinidad and the Cabaret as a whole, how big of a community would relate to the mm-hmm. issue that we were having. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. Um, or be interested in, like, in learning. helping yeah. and learning. And, and like, hearing us yes, out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. totally. So with that, when the pandemic started... We were like, well, life performance is kaput for, <laughs> for as much as we're like done. we know for the foreseeable future, right? But mm-hmm. we still wanted to do something that was still benefiting the community and benefiting our own is- interests outside of theater, outside of live performance. What do we like to listen to? What do yeah. we like to do? Mm-hmm. How do we like to relate to Latinx people online? Mm-hmm. And so we thought a podcast would be the perfect way to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's definitely a, a communal table, if yes. you will. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, everybody's invited. Yes. Uh, and we want to hear as much from you as you hear from us. Like this, exactly. this company is all about discussion and having those conversations, like the hard tables. Hence our name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that's really where the name Sobre Mesa came from, from our table to yours, especially in the Latin community. People like to share and break bread with food. I think yeah. actually all communities have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Culturally, a, a lot of communities really relate over that. And so we wanted to do something where mm-hmm. you kind of feel like you're sitting in the table with us, yeah. you know, chatting, drinking coffee, drinking wine, whatever it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then we'll then you can like discuss these topics with us, yeah. mm-hmm. bring your thoughts to the table and also know that like we are not perfect, right? Yeah. We not are everyone. all femmes. Yeah. We are all, um, we all cis. identify as Latinas, yeah. cis, yeah. gender, yes. females. So like, we do not cover all, we do not cover diaspora, all, like anything. By no means. We're not yeah. the ambassadors could we, could of Latin America. Try. Yeah. yeah, we cannot yeah. be the voice of the entire Latinx community. We yep. cannot be the voice of just even mm-hmm. the entire city of Chicago or no. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah. we want to bring as many people to this table to be able to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, to, to make their voices heard. Absolutely. You know? yeah. like, mm-hmm. We want this to be a space for people to be able to walk in and, like, have their voices heard by a community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's the that's And it's I about the individual experience, right? Yes. So we came right. up with Mi Latinidad mm-hmm. as, yeah. as our... Ter- as our title, yeah, our name, company itself, and for the yeah. shows that we were doing, because it, we are tied together by this Latinx heritage, by yes. this Latinidad, as as we say. But it's so important to understand that each individual person has their own experience with that, and that means something very different to each every person. single individual. Yeah that right. it applies to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is super, super, super personal and we want to celebrate that, not shy away from yeah. it. We don't want to speak for anybody else. It. No. Right. I no. speak for myself. I know you speak for yourselves and yeah. we want you to speak for yourself as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, even though we are all friends and we all have pretty much the same face value of things, the same <laughs> yeah. moral compass, if you will, there's going to be things that we disagree on too. Because sure. yeah. there's... We all the time. Yeah, the time. well, and there's going to be things... <laughs> yeah, we already we disagree. Love We're already beefing all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also, like, as things come to the light more and more so, there's going to be topics where it's like, well, three months ago, I thought this was the yeah. way that I mm-hmm. felt about this, but yeah, now I'm not so sure, or now I completely feel the opposite way. Room for growth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. When you get new information, you might change your mind about something. Absolutely. And if someone from a different community says something like, listen, I don't agree with that, like, we're here to listen to that. Yeah, yes. We're here to take yes. that in, take into consideration, and it may change our minds. So yeah. please, like, tweet at us, you know, yes. whatever Comment, you think. Like, we want to Yes, and how you feel. Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sobre esta mesa, yeah, yeah, we uh, (laughs) love and we respect and we will tolerate no hate, no, from anyone whatsoever. But um, mm-hmm. we're just glad to be here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So thank you for coming to our table. Yes, yes, and absolutely. Us to yours. Um, the first topic in question is what the term Latinidad really means for all of us, right? Yes, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like, what do we identify as? And in later episodes, we'll get into the different topics, the different names under this like mm-hmm. Latin American umbrella that we somehow fit in mm-hmm. somehow. But like. Me personally, I always identified as Latina, mm-hmm. but see, seeing as like I came from Venezuela, I thought of myself as Venezuelan first. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until I moved here that people were like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to kind of be like, oh, okay, well then I guess I'm from Latin America. I guess I'm Latina. I guess I'm from, I'm from South America, if mm-hmm. you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Um, you never hear people really identifying as South American. No one no, ever. Yeah, or, never heard yeah. that. But you identify as American are yeah. people from the United States, which is so interesting. Because, yeah. Like there's no other American. But you hear yeah, Caribbean exactly. people be like, oh, I'm Caribbean. Like, yeah. Or but America that's because they don't fit them. under yep. the Latin American umbrella. Yeah. Some of them don't. Yeah. Like Haitians yeah. don't. Haitians, Jamaicans Haitians are, don't. Haitians are technically Latinos. Right. Oh. But a lot of Haitians don't identify as Latinos because they don't they feel don't accepted by them. They haven't been accepted. Yes, exactly. What does that go for like Jamaicans or like, because we were talking about Rihanna, my queen. Our queen. <laughs> Our queen. Collectively. She does collectively, right? And she's from Barbados. But like, yes. does that yeah. identify her as Latina? That's a really Not good question, right? right? I don't, I don't know. She identifies know, right? as Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I would yeah. say is I feel like a lot of those islands are, like, mm-hmm. it's not even necessarily, like, Latinidad. It's, like, Caribbean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'd love to hear what that. you guys think yeah, and, like, yeah, about that. Let's start that conversation. Totally. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. For me, personally, I have, like, started to adopt the Latinx term as of recent. I'd say in the past two years, it's pretty new for me because yeah. I also yeah. grew up saying Latina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the reason I sort of found it 
convenience, um, you know, problems aside, because I acknowledge those issues and I yeah. think they're totally valid and, you know, they're making me like a little uncomfy. <laughs> like, sure. And I'm glad because, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we should be talking about the problems behind that term. Um, but for me, it was convenient because if someone asked me like, oh, what are you? You know, when they see like here, Brown, and they're like, what are you? I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. What does that yeah. mean? I'm like, my, <laughs> so where are you like, from? Like, what are you? Question. Who are you? Yeah. They'll ask me what, where I'm from and I'm always like super, you know, spiteful. Yes. Like I'm from Miami, Florida. Right? Exactly. It's so, like when yeah, I, I, when I feel self, like. It's its own nationality at this point. I feel like when somebody seems really well-intentioned, if somebody comes to me and asks, where are you from? And they seem like they're genuinely interested in getting to know more about it yeah. i'll tell you all yeah, about same. my entire story how i ended yeah. up here it's but, the tone it's the tone yes, yeah. if you yeah. tell, i don't like the guessing game no, you can no, tell no. when it's right you're like, like, yeah. where are you yeah. from yeah. i say yeah. providence rhode yeah. island trying yeah. to yeah. more time and like, yeah and have you guys ever gotten the the what are you yeah object not like exactly person and that's why i find latinx like convenient because so if i say like i'm latin american that makes it sound like i'm not american but I am American. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm fucking American. Like, yes. I just am. Yes. And yeah. so, and then I say American and it sounds like I'm not Latin American. Yeah. So it feels like yeah. I'm denying an entire yeah. side of me and my heritage and my upbringing. Yeah. So for me, like Latinx was convenient because I could sort of settle on that term to encompass both. And since it's specifically a term that sort of grew here a little yeah. bit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's fair. it feels American and Latin American at the mm-hmm. same yeah. time. Yeah. So that's how I conveniently use it, even though I understand that like that might not be all it is yeah. you know Absolutely. like I understand that and other I, people have different relationships with it for me the latinx term I also recently adopted but I know that obviously all of these issues came out with it and I honestly adopted it just to be more inclusive to the non-binary community that's exactly but, how I yeah, thought yeah right and then that's like the non-binary community within the states because then the non-binary community outside of the states was like we don't understand what this means yeah. or like right. part of it at least yeah. Yeah, yeah, right and then I was like oh man this is like opening up a new wave of things that I had no idea Absolutely. you know what I mean yeah so now I'm just kind of like back to like I use Latina and Latinx interchangeably because since I identify as she her I'm like it's I'll just say Latina yeah, if, it, yeah. if it applies but I also will accept Latinx I used to say Hispanic yeah that used but, to be like uh-huh, but that is a blanket term. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's Spanish like exactly I feel yeah. like that's kind of a dead term these days it is it yeah. kind of is yeah. I mean I remember living in Florida there were yeah. a lot of the, like I used to go to the Hispanic Heritage yeah. Festival you know exactly what I mean? and, the like, Hispanic market if Hispanic you will Hispanic Heritage Festival it's like half of one month and half of the other no one is which is Black History Month is the shortest month of the year, yeah, so they're so gonna be bogus. Mad mad yeah, they're just yeah. trying to put us all down. Yeah. <laughs> if they're gonna put black people down, like, and they've yeah. been here way longer, like, we yeah. stood no chance. Yeah, we no, stood no course. chance. Absolutely. But like, if it's the month, like, why not start at the beginning? That because they don't like, care. No, like, they don't. Because October is because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which breast cancer does need awareness. That's an important issue. But people of all races and nationalities get breast cancer. I'll say it. Just say Yeah. All right. They care more because white people also get breast cancer. Yeah. And I think it also it's just like well, those conversations 
those like titles are happening like in the U.S. Yes. you know, and like yes. they don't care. No, <laughs> it's a no, collective. No. Um, but going back to what you were saying about like gender non non conforming people, mm-hmm. I've been seeing um as opposed to Latinx because that's also why I started using it. Um, I've been seeing uh Latine yes, coming up yes, where yes, where yes. like the gender neutral e is being attached. Where, mm-hmm. like, the A or the O used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because, mm-hmm. and I totally hear it when people are like, the X does not, like, exist in the Spanish, in the Spanish language. language. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. not, like, it's And it so... is a gendered language. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that so much. Like, I genuinely have not met a mm-hmm. uh, Latin person of any sort of place that is gender non-conforming. I have yeah. yet to meet a person who I could pick their brain. Not that that's yeah. like... Well, we should get some... Anybody, anybody, yes, anybody, that, but like, yeah. anybody that identifies as gender non-conforming and is Latin American is mm-hmm. American and speak English predominantly that I know. I've never fair, met a fair. like person how, from the mainland um, yes, that is yeah. how gender do you, non-conforming. How do you go about speaking about... Yeah about that person like yeah. how do you what is a gender neutral pronoun in spanish i don't know any like yeah. how, how do you go well, about that, that? i like, don't think they're question mark in my mind yeah. they are, maybe yeah. are they using the plural we'd have to look I, it up. so yeah. i've been hearing like as uh like ella ello like they've been using a yay so they're really like taking the e and like putting it at the end yeah they're they're going all the way wrong they are embracing no yeah Yeah, there's this there's this one person that i follow on tiktok and they um they they work like in politics and stuff so i think they work with like uh like Mm -hmm. the latin american consulate in the u.s and like in their home country too Mm -hmm. and so they they make all of these videos and, and I follow them because I was like okay well, this is stuff that we're talking yeah. about I want uh, I don't have like someone in my personal life mm-hmm. um that is in that experience so I want to like learn about that um and they make all of these videos true cool. like, really well, well, we have to remember as well and the, and this is the case with like everything that we talk about yeah. is that there are people that are not at the privilege to even have this knowledge Absolutely. that might identify that as these people if they have this yeah. knowledge. Absolutely. Or the privilege mm. to like worry about these kinds exactly. of things. Exactly. My favorite quote by mm-hmm. um, my queen, the playwright Cherry Maroga. She's a Chicana playwright. I love her. Queer. I've known about her since I was 17, obsessed with her. But she, um, my favorite quote by her is that she says, When you are not physically starving is when you have the chance to have emotional starvation. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of these people that we may reference or talk about that are in need of this knowledge don't even have the time or emotional or physical capacity to yeah. worry about this yeah. because they are so put down by this. By we stand at such a economic point of yeah. to be able that, to yes. worry yeah. about these things, these social issues that don't even affect us, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. at the end of the day, yeah. all of us are cis women. We None of us mm-hmm. identify all as gender non All of us went to a private institution. Yes. All yeah. of us. Yeah. We are all college educated. We have, mm-hmm. we have reached a level of privilege that is truly not very common amongst no, Latin yeah. women. Amongst yeah. Amongst Latino women, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 we are yeah. like the yeah. American dream that are that essentially. Are yeah, and, yeah like, absolutely. And we're still out here broke. And we still. <laughs> so that's the sad part. No, <laughs> point <laughs> yeah. no point at all. Yeah. Bank rubbed. <laughs> Got no money on my card. <laughs> Nothing. The T is. Yeah. You're totally right though, and that's like a thing with feminism too. You know, like oh, there's yeah. some women out here that are like, we cannot worry about these small yeah. like social little things, yeah. things like when we're literally starving yeah. and yeah. need money for basic human. And that yikes. just really gets me because identification yeah. is so important, and it should mm-hmm. be just as important as yeah 
the actual ways of living, exactly. like yes, the means yeah. of living, but Absolutely. we can't even worry about that world. until people have the means of living. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so yeah, damn, crazy. Yeah. Um, would you like to break down what Mila Dinidad means for you? Um, yes. <laughs> I know that I, I growing up as a little brown girl in Rhode Island was very often the only person of color in the room, right? Mm-hmm. So. Although I am a light-skinned Latina with light eyes and a lot of white privilege because my proximity to whiteness is way, way closer than a lot of my darker-skinned counterparts, um, I know that I wasn't necessarily, like, discriminated against blatantly, but there was a lot of just, like, othering that happened Mm -hmm. in my childhood. I I definitely always felt like I was on the outside of normalcy. Of, right. of any kind and like my brother who it like was darker skinned and like super embracing his mm-hmm. how do I even say it I don't even know but <laughs> like I, I feel like my mean, brother was way more accepted in yeah. his peer group than I was and yeah. I was wondering what like I always wondered what that was about and do you think it has anything to do with like gender I was about to say that most yeah. definitely and also you have to remember yeah. I also sports. think sports yes that's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say is that yeah. my brother particularly in school was very involved in sports and, yeah. and mm-hmm. all those extracurricular activities while I was in the dance studio downtown yeah. with mm-hmm. the other Hispanic girls right. yeah <laughs> exactly so at the end of the day, uh, like, I identify as Latina first and foremost because, like, that's how I felt my entire life, right? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like the term does apply to me, but I do want to be as thoughtful as possible. As inclusive as possible, To yeah. anybody yeah. else who... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> who also... Her earring fell off. <laughs> Put her back in. It happens. Okay. 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 I'm like... As we're talking, as we're talking. Like, yeah. Come on, girl. <laughs> I'm like, who are you going to fight? Who are you going to be raised for? We're going to throw hands right now. <laughs> it's like a TikTok, you know, you're like, getting ready and talking issues. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways. Shoot the shit. Anyways, anyways. Uh, um, <laughs> I definitely also felt like, for first-gen people, like, I felt so, so, so privileged in the sense that I grew up in a house where my mother was a flight attendant, right? Mm, yeah. So, we got to go back to La Isla a lot Often. as yeah. kids. Yeah. We got to go back for every single like vacation we had. I spent entire summers at a summer camp with the natives. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I felt very immersed in my culture and then coming home, I never felt that sense of community right. that yeah. I did feel when I was on the island, right? So, I definitely like have always identified Latina, but if we're getting deep into it, I'm like Dominican American. Mm. Like that's the those are my people that's what i identify with like those i feel Mm -hmm. good about that it's interesting Mm -hmm. like especially like the first gen or second gen like struggle or or just like identification with the mainland because like me being immigrant straight off the boat like yes i got to grow up in venezuela when i was six and then we lived in florida Mm -hmm. so i was like always around latino people Mm -hmm. because that's florida that is florida (laughs) (laughs) but then again because of the immigration process it took us what five six years for us to get citizenship which is blessed like that is a blessing Mm -hmm. um and we were never once like in need of papers like it was always done like uh like very legally so that Mm -hmm. was a blessing within itself but there is a time period within the green card process within the like the citizenship process where you can't go back to the mainland Mm -hmm. so there were like four years where i didn't go at all Mm -hmm. and there was or formative years because you're a kid yeah and then i and then what i did get to go i was like a completely different kid and it was also a completely different country than when Mm -hmm. i was there Mm -hmm. so it's weird because most of the like 
most of the like things that I have from Venezuela came from being in Florida because there were so many Venezuelan right. immigrants in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I never felt like, but then when I went there, I was like, oh my God, like I am so American compared to these people. Mm-hmm. It's right. very weird. Yeah. yeah. I've always felt I'm, because I am the only mixed one of us, well, mixed white. I'm half right. white and then half Colombian. And I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. So like Midwest, is, she's wild. Yeah, <laughs> she's a wild girly. But like yeah. I, I was. I remember growing up feeling also very like other. Like mm-hmm. I barely saw other brown black people around me. Like mm-hmm. it, it was just an overwhelming like sea of white people around me. And I was in like a really small farm town, um, and and like I didn't know that my family was like different necessarily than like the typical family where like. You mm. have, or at least what people like imagine the typical the family. Right, family. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where where it's just <laughs> like conventional. My dad's always been white, and his family's always been white, and my mom's always been brown, and her family's always been brown. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. until I got to a certain age when I was in school, like friends would come over and stuff, and they'd be like, "Your mom has an accent," and I'd be like, "Huh? You don't even hear it." No, when no, it's your I, mom. Would, yeah. and I would be like, I asked my sister, I'd be like, "Does mom have an accent?" She'd be like, "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, no, she doesn't. And she, I mean, she kind of does now, but, like, I only know that after, like, years yeah. of yeah. listening to, like, of other... Of being aware of Exactly. Yeah. Of, like, no, totally. looking for it. And, like, I have the same experience with my mom, yeah. Yes. yeah. And, like, other people, yeah. like, like saying things to me, like, oh, I didn't expect your, your mom to look like that. Or I didn't expect your dad to look like that. Or, oh, like, yeah. Or, like, when I'm with... unnecessary, like, no, why? Of course, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. it matter. Don't comment. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, my co- I have so many cousins, because all of my mom's... Uh, siblings also married uh, white partners, white American partners. So, like, I have cousins that look like me. I have cousins mm-hmm. that look are very pale, like uh, light brown eyes. They they mm-hmm. look white. They look like Polish, German. You know, like I very right, European. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I hear, I talk to them, and they tell me like they wish they looked more like me because they feel detached from like their Colombian roots mm-hmm. because like our country as a whole doesn't see latin people mm-hmm. and they see them like as one thing which is like me and like yeah they have a hard time <laughs> yeah they have, tar- they have a hard time like understanding like afro latinas and stuff oh like yeah that oh, because yeah. like oh, they literally have their soul them set them. in their yeah. one yeah. mindset of, like every latinx person is a mexican so the- yeah yes and that's, that's what i learned the most about yeah that's what i was gonna say do you feel like growing up here that how many times were you asked where Mexico you're from? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or do you speak Mexican? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's my favorite me, one. Someone asked me freshman year of college if I had tacos for Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, tacos? I was oh like, my God. Yes. You should have said yes with turkey in them. Honestly, I was like just confused in general. But yeah. I, I didn't realize until moving to the Midwest how they, like, I don't want to say they as a whole because that's not true. But like the Midwest really the main Latin American exposure they get mm. is to Mexican yes. people. Yeah. And of course, of course when the media the majority, yeah. yeah. The majority of immigrants mm-hmm. here are Mexican. And then when you when all you hear in the media is how terrible yeah. Mexican people are, yeah. then not only do you associate all people like all Mexican people with terrible fake so media. Yeah, but so then you ugly. also 
like do that with all Latin American people yeah, and totally, you assume that they're totally. all one way when it's like what and it's specifically Mexican culture is so rich in its history that yes. it's very different from the rest of, of South American yes. culture because it's Central it's America Central yeah yeah um yeah no absolutely cra- the amount of times that people told told me that I was Mexican like I would say like because when people ask me like what are you or yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. um, are you? what are you honestly um, I I always say Colombian and white and like I I sometimes go into the depth of like German Irish Scottish yeah, like yeah, I'll yeah, break get it. into it yeah I'm like okay yeah. if I'm gonna break it this side if down I'm gonna break it down break it down absolutely but um but that's how I've always felt because like I don't know growing up in like a mainly white space. Um, and all of my, my mom's family is like spread across the country. Like we're not, mm-hmm. we're not together all the time. Mm-hmm, so right. like, like I didn't have my abuelita like living in the house with me or, yeah. or like a couple like down the street or anything. So right. like I didn't grow up speaking Spanish and mm-hmm. like that's, that was always something too where like people would be like, oh, well you're, you're Spanish, but like you don't speak Spanish. So you're not. Mm-hmm. And the, there'd be like these white kids being like, you're not. Colombian. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you know? Like, me? Yeah. How, well, do you speak yeah. German, yeah. Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> no. No. It's like a, it's like, I'll say it, the Italians can be 12, <laughs> can yeah. be 12 generations separated from Italy. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I'm full-blooded Italian. Yeah. I love that though. To, I am no, mad. I, I do right. love it. Please so do it. Please do it. It's yeah. admirable. But, yes. but we should be able to do that too. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's like, it should be yeah. for us. It's absolutely. Like, I love seeing you guys too because I always think mm-hmm. since I came here so young, right? I Even though I'm not first gen, sometimes I feel like I kind of am because mm-hmm. I came you here so with, young. Yeah. First gen, yeah. yeah, exactly. But then I'm like, oh my God, my kids are, are going to be the ones that are first gen. Mm-hmm. And so I am making it a big point to have that Latinx or like that Latin heritage be such a huge part of their upbringing. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is like not something I'm worried about now, but I thought like the older I would get and the more assimilated into American culture I would get, I would like just lose that yeah but i'm not worried about it now yeah. <laughs> i mean we got a whole ass company yeah, like, yeah exactly exactly we have a whole ass company i got my girls well also because randomly enough even though there were all of these like latin people this these latin american people in florida where i grew up i just happened to be the one that was never friends with them for long term because mm-hmm. i was afro latina so they and because i was from venezuela which i was one of the first people we came in 2004 mm-hmm. yeah there were not that many venezuelan people mm-hmm. i would like lie and say i was puerto rican because i didn't feel like explaining myself ah, to people which is so sad now i look back so and i'm like oh, come on we hate to see it yeah. but, um yeah. but I, so for the longest time i didn't have a lot of like latin american friends and it's weird mm-hmm. now that i'm in the midwest that i find all these latin american friends but i think it's because i found it so much in like my family and like my mom's friends they were all mm-hmm. latin american yeah. and blah blah blah, yeah. blah that i was always just like oh it's fine if like i don't have that or if i have mm-hmm. only like one latin american yeah. friend and then i got to college and i was like oh, i have nobody <laughs> um, and then we found each other, we yeah. found each other. Oh, yeah, no. Wait until I can ditch you guys. That's a whole other thing. No, but I felt the same way where I was like, I, I, my family was the only like Mm -hmm. Latin community that I have. And I so yearned for that Mm -hmm. because I, my mom, my mom came here when she was very young. So like 
she was taught to it. Like, her parents told her to mm-hmm. assimilate and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I, it's not that she's not proud. It's just, like... Yeah. No, it's it, hard. It's hard mm-hmm. when you're not growing up there for most of your childhood. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have that same connection to the mainland. And so, yeah. like, for her to teach me those things, especially when my dad is mm-hmm. not Colombian, mm-hmm. it's, like, a whole other thing. And, yeah. and um... And I, yeah, I was so thankful that like Tatiana started. We that came up with the idea for me let me that mm-hmm. at our college because it was like an eye opener, an eye opener to me where I was just like, finally, these people that yeah. like, are my home that like yes. I I have the same kind of like background with you know. Making me emotional. Oh, that's oh, no, no, I'm so happy that we're no, here. Really, yes, honestly, yeah. it was an emotional experience for me because I was like, I I finally feel like I have. Like, my people, like, people mm-hmm. that understand where I'm coming from, because mm-hmm. most of my life, it was just like, oh my god, I just feel like a broken record, I'm saying this thing, yeah. and especially, no one's getting it. Especially in yeah. theater spaces, right? Yes. So we're yeah. all actors, yes. if, you, if you're just now joining theater us, background. With a theater background. if you haven't yet to meet us, we <laughs> are all BFAs. actresses, yeah. Yeah. we all have <laughs> BFAs. Hire us, a... HBO Max. We're yeah. here. <laughs> love to see you. I'll say that in in our experiences as theater artists, as mm-hmm. actors, right? I was I'll, speaking for myself. I was often the darkest person in the room. Yes, right. Really yeah. always. Like, and I'm very, very light skinned. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. should probably no, never. I, happen. I feel that well, that's the case of musical theater. Issue. You know, yeah. is my truth. My truth is that I was the one Afro Latina in a room of black people doing a black play. Yeah. And I would be like. I don't know this history, and yeah, I feel yeah, like fair. I'm like not supposed to be here. Fair. Mm-hmm. So interesting. And that's yeah. a whole. Other, that's a whole other thing. No, we have to have a whole other episode, other episode where we talk about like not feeling enough of either of thing. You know yes. what I mean? It's like yeah. oh, you're not Latin enough. You're not yeah. white enough. You're not black enough. Like this whole yeah. like yeah. concept yeah. of like enough. You know and. We have to have a whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so it's too much. It's too much. But but going back to that, yeah, in the theater industry, it it is interesting how latin americans mm-hmm. are kind of like treated also because there's not that many latin american stories in theater yeah, yeah. yeah. specifically Especially musical theater, theater which yeah. is commercial theater yes yeah and the often, high the most highly commercialized yeah it's, theater, right? yes, it's and, capitalist because yeah. like we i love to see and the niche elitist. like mm-hmm. it's, it's, elitist. Elitist. it's the part. golfing of entertainment like it is elitist <laughs> It's made by the poor for the rich, it and yes, film and television is made by the rich for the poor. Like yeah. that's yeah. correct. Right. So say. it's like yeah. one of those things where it's like I would love to see yeah. this devised show that cost me fifty dollars, and I get to see someone like mm. run across a room. I love that. <laughs> I love it. But that's not what people are going to be able to see yeah. in those marginalized communities. No. Absolutely. Right. Because Absolutely not. theater's also, it's just not accessible, like, no. to the artists themselves, but no. definitely not the community no. that oh my could God, benefit no. that would And nowadays, it. it's one of those things, especially now, like, post-pandemic, I'm very interested to see what this is going to be, because now I'm like, mm-hmm. I won... For one, I'm not always going to be comfortable taking that $250 stipend for, no. like, 250 mm-hmm. hours of my... Like my time, my time, and my coin. We've all done it, and we've all done it. And it's like one of those where I also, I also am no longer gonna feel okay with being like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll pay five dollars to go see this little show. That's awful. The trade-off is just not. It's just not okay. And after this pandemic, it's just too much. It's just too much. But then it's like 
damn, I can't go pay $50 every time I want to see something yeah, either. No. So, like, there has to be but some... But that's, the, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the whole point is, like, it's a cycle. Like, it's if a we don't get paid enough by the theater industry uh-huh. to go pay enough mm-hmm. for the shows in the theater I industry. Know. If I get another call from the theater being like, do you want to donate? I'm like, do you want to donate to me? <laughs> to me? I would love to see it. I'm like, where's Check my, my point? I would love to see it. Yeah. How yeah. about you cast me in something and then we could talk? Yeah. yeah. Like, like honestly, I will give a dollar yeah. of my check if you give me a check. Yeah. At all. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all. Period. <laughs> yeah, period. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, with that, that's with us. That. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know. Like now we're chatty. Know. We are chatty. We are chatty. Um, but yeah, welcome to Sobre Mesa. That's who we are. Yeah. Uh, we will be talking with a lot of Chicago local people, especially mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry because that's our background, but yeah, also... Right. Anything that you all want us to talk about, any mm-hmm. topics in particular, obviously we have things in mind. We have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. We're very opinionated. Um, <laughs> we want to hear from other people too. Yeah, we want to hear from you all too and, and hear what you guys want to talk about, what you all want to hear from us and any specific topics, any specific mm-hmm. businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have these uh, links on our website in which you can connect with us in anything that you've been seeing, You any businesses you support in the Chicago area, we will definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. All across the country, we will definitely do our best to reach out in which way we can. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, look out for us on our Instagram, on our, all of our socials, and our website that's coming out soon. Yes, yes. we're doing a full relaunch. We're very excited. Yes, and this yes. is for our, like, prior fans. We love you. Yes. We see Thank you. Thank you all your for support. all the support. Yes. 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 All of this time. So yes, at yes. you can submit your work. So, like, if you want us to feature you in something, whether it be on our social media, we can talk, we can talk, mm-hmm. uh, submit your work there. And also, if you have a business, if you're a Latinx yes. business owner, yes. let us know mm-hmm. because we will promote. Yes. yes. Actually, yeah. the first flex that I'm going to go ahead and oh, give right please. now, plug this, in, this plug beautiful in, top, in. if yes. you enjoy this uh, nice pattern, check out SashPalmaStyles.com. We're going to yeah. put a link to their website on our website yes. so that y'all can go ahead and check. It's actually my sister and my Her sister-in-law's sister. brand, and it is a wonderful, wonderful company that y'all should check out. Hit yes. us as Hell, yeah, boss lady, yeah, very much that. Yes, Mm -hmm. so so check out our community resource pages and our artist highlight pages at Mm -hmm. milanila.org, and And we will see y'all soon. Bye, everybody. This has been a Milatinidad podcast. For video of today's episode, visit our YouTube channel Milatinidad. 